Welcome to the Tony Talks Wealth Podcast. This show is dedicated to helping you manage your money better, invest wisely, retire early, and grow your wealth for you and your family and live your best life. My name is Tony Thomas, Charter Financial Planner, Pension Specialist, and Money Coach. I've advised thousands of people over the last 30 years. I'm going to share with you real life stories and everything that you need to know to build a financially secure future and a great lifestyle. If you enjoy the podcast, then feel free to subscribe and leave a review. Now let's dive into today's episode on the Tory Talks Wealth Podcast. You will know from previous episodes that I talk about the questions or the areas of advice that my clients ask me on a regular basis. So this topic in particular is one that came up in conversation with one of my clients, and that is the importance of setting clear investment goals with the emphasis on creating a realistic plan for achieving your objectives within a certain time frame. So, no matter where you are in life, you probably have financial goals that you want to achieve. Planning your investment goals is essential if you are going to have a real chance of achieving them. To begin setting your own goals, it's good to gain an understanding of the things that you need to afford now and what you would like to afford in the future. You will need to consider factors such as your income, your age and future outlook on life, all of which will influence your motivations for investing. When investing for your financial future, you are essentially allocating your money to an asset that is created with the intention of allowing your money to grow over time. The wealth you create can be used for a variety of objectives, such as meeting shortfalls in income, saving up for retirement or fulfilling certain specific obligations such as repayment of mortgages, loans, debt, payment of school fees, university fees or purchases of any other assets that are important to you. While the gains from investing can be greater than from savings, the value of investments can go down as well as up as we all know. So it's important to get the right strategy in place. And it's well worth taking the time to think about what you really want from your investments, knowing yourself, your needs and goals, and your appetite for risk is a great start. So let's look at a few tips that I give my clients. And it's probably eight to nine in total. But the first one I would look at would be goals. So be clear about what you're investing for. Investing is generally most appropriate for medium and long-term goals, and that is at least five years. If you want access to your money before that, you might want to think about savings instead. In other words, keeping it in cash-related accounts. And the reason for that is that if you invest for less than five years, then your investments could well go down in value because of market volatility. So it's much better to keep that money you need in the short term in cash-related accounts. The second one is payments. Before you start investing, 
first make sure that you can afford your essential living costs as well as any debts. It's also a good idea to make sure you have savings to cover emergencies. Again, you can argue about the amount that you need, but generally speaking, minimum of three months in terms of your expenditure. Ideally, at least six months uh, is what I would like to see from my clients. That gives you a peace of mind that if things go wrong, and they often do, you've got sufficient cash so that you haven't got a panic so you can be more measured when you get back on your feet. The third one is investment risk. Have a think about how much risk you feel comfortable taking with your money. You should also consider your other financial commitments when deciding how much risk to take. If you don't want to or can't take any risk with your money, then investing may not be right for you at the moment. Often I see clients taking too much risk for what they are comfortable with, but I also see the flip side where people don't take enough risk for the objectives and the goals that they want to achieve. It's all about making your money work harder, but obviously within the parameters that are right for you. The next one I would look at is timescales. The longer your money is invested, the more opportunity it has to grow in value and reach your goals. Each year, not only will the money you invest potentially grow in value, you'll also potentially get growth on any previous growth. This is commonly known as compounding. And over longer time periods, it can make a huge difference to the value of your investments and is often known as the eighth wonder of the world. The fifth one I would look at would be what will you actually get back? So the final value of your investments will depend on three main factors and they are how much you pay in, how your investments perform and how long you're invested for. Generally, the more you pay in, the better your investments perform and the longer you keep your money invested, the more you're likely to get back at the end. So again, for a lot of people, the way to improve what you get back is to either, if you can, save more, or sometimes you have to delay some of the plans or the goals that you have before you have enough to actually be able to fund that goal. Next, I would look at mixing it up. Putting all of your money in one type of investment can be a risky strategy. You can help reduce that risk by spreading your money across a mix of investment types and countries. Different investments are affected by different factors, such as the economics, interest rates, politics, conflicts, even weather events. What's positive for one investment can be negative for another meaning when one rises, another may fail. So having a basket of different investments, doing different things will give you a good average uh, over that period. Next, I would look at being tax efficient. You can do this by putting your money into your pension or using up your individual savings account allowance. For most people, these are the only two investments that you will ever need. Because in theory, if your circumstances allow, you can pay up to 
£40,000 into a pension each year if you earn that much or more and you can also pay in up to £20,000 each year into an ISA. If you do that as a couple then you go from £60,000 to £120,000 which for 95% of the population that is more than what they are able to do and meet I would suggest probably all of their needs. More on that in another episode. And lastly, review, review, review. Make time to review your investments on a regular basis to check they're on track to meet your goals. There is nothing worse than having goals that you want to achieve and not being able to achieve those because you've not reviewed them over the years and things change so rapidly it's vital that you review these on a regular basis at least annually i would probably do them more often than that quarterly at the very least and if you need to fine-tune them then that is what you need to do to make sure you get the most out of your investments that's what i do for my clients and don't forget to define your investment goals everybody has investment goals in their life from the old adage of saving for a rainy day to planning for a comfortable retirement it's worth taking the time to really plan out how you'll invest and what you want to get out of it knowing what your goals are how much you'll need that is how much it's going to cost to achieve those goals and the level of risk that you are happy to accept in order to get where you want to go. This will help you build your investment plan and you need to stick to it. That's all I want you to cover this week. So in summary, to create a realistic plan for achieving your objectives within a certain time frame, you need to take these measures that I've discussed in this episode. And as always, if you have any questions or if you want any topics that you want covered next time, then leave some comments. And if you enjoyed this episode, then please share with family and friends. And I will see you next time. Thanks for listening to today's episode. You can find links to everything that we've discussed in the show notes. And if you'd like to know more about what I do, or see more great money tips to build a secure and a happy lifestyle, then you can find all of these on my website, ttwealth.co.uk, on my YouTube channel, TTWealth. If you want to work with me, then why not book a free 30-minute call to find out how. You can also follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I also produce a bi-monthly newsletter, TTWealth News, which contains practical money tips, that is free for you to download from my website. And if you're enjoying this podcast, don't hesitate to leave a review. Of course, the more stars, the better. And equally, sharing is caring. So if you've heard something that you've enjoyed and you think will benefit someone you know, then please do share with them. I'm sure they will appreciate it. So it's goodbye until next time. And remember, live for today, invest for tomorrow.